We're back on the big wake up call, AM 1280, WBIG. Oh, listen to that. My next guest is a music legend. She sold over 70 million records. A brand new album, Living For Today, is out on November 3rd. She's uh, performing at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles on December 17th. And uh, it's a thrill for me to uh, say hello to Petula Clark. Good morning. Hello, Ryan. How are you? (laughs) I I am terrific, and thank you so much for calling in today. It's an honor to talk to you this morning. Oh, please. I'm delighted. I'm delighted that I'm going to be coming your way, too, with our show. It's it's very exciting for me. Yeah, so uh, Arcata Theatre in St. Charles, uh, December 17th. Uh, What do you have uh, planned? What kind of show uh, are we going to see? Well, it's going to be me, me with my band, and uh, I'm going to be singing, well, obviously I'm going to be singing all the songs that that we all love, uh, downtown, etc. I still love singing them, but I'm going to be singing new songs as well, including uh, Living for Today, and uh, I'm going to be playing the piano a little bit and chatting, (laughs) because I've got some quite fun things to say. It's all about communication, and uh, that's really why I'm doing this tour. Um, I haven't done a concert tour of the United States ever. So really? Is, uh, yeah, really. Well, we've been listening uh, to the new album uh, and really enjoying it, and, and, and after, after more than, uh, from we counted, more than 60 albums, what, uh, what, what excites you to, uh, to keep recording? What motivates you to, uh, to uh, put out a new album? Well, uh, you know, they're all different ways of, of recording, which is really quite fun for me. And a lot of this album that you're talking about, Living for Today, was recorded in London, but it was done in a tiny studio. You know, we, when we were doing Downtown, Don't Sleep in the Subway, all, all those songs, even This Is My Song, they were done in a huge studio with a live orchestra. I'm talking about an orchestra, not a band. You know? Yeah. And... Uh, uh, Jimmy Page on guitar. He was on almost all all my records, and uh, you know it, it, there was a sort of excitement about recording there because we were all doing this at the same time. Now, recording isn't like that anymore. We record in a tiny, well, certainly in this case, in a tiny studio uh, at the bottom of the producer's garden, <laughs> and. Uh, very technical, very computerized. But at the same time, you know, when it comes to singing, you know, I just got up and sang into my microphone. Uh, So that side of it is the same. But it's very interesting working in these different environments. I I enjoy that. You know, I don't turn my nose up at uh, computers and synthesizers and things because we can do great stuff with that too. Is there a secret that uh, that only you and Paul McCartney know? Because your voices are just fantastic. All the recording and the shows, and, and your voices just sound incredible. Is is there a secret? What do you guys know that I don't know? <laughs> I haven't asked Paul, but um, hey, you know, we're we're just natural singers. You know, we're not opera singers. We 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 sing with what we have. Um, we don't try to sound like somebody else, and I think that's 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 a good trick too. Uh, a lot of singers these days seem to be trying to sound like somebody else. Um, this this album, I, I've been told, I sound very contemporary, but there was mm, you know there was no effort to make me sound con- contemporary. A lot of them are contemporary songs, and they do sound different. But I sing them just the way I sing them. You know, it's there's no trick to it. 
Like uh, Paul had mentioned, uh, before, what, what do you do to warm up your voice uh, before you do a show? Is there a routine? He's like, nope, I just go out there and sing. Is, is that your secret? Is that it's it? It's pretty well that, yeah, pretty well that. <laughs> but, you know, we, we have a sound check and usually in the afternoon, you know, sit and see that everything's working. And I, I'll sing there. I'll sing two or three songs just to see how it is. And that's enough for me because, you know, I, I do a, a pretty long show. It's sort of like um, about two hours, really. So uh, I, I don't want to push it too much before I get on stage. But uh, once I'm on, I'm on. <laughs> and uh, and the thing about a tour is that I found that day by day my voice is, is getting better um, it, because it's a muscle, you know, and, and it, you use it and it, it gets stronger. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Has anything changed about the way you, you would approach a song? Are you still finding new ways to, to interpret a lyric or, or, or sing a phrase? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yes, actually. Um, I do, I do. And, and the, the wonderful thing about new songs, I always love the new songs because they're, they're a bit like new love affair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're still discovering what they're all about. And... Uh, Yes, that 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 inter- that's interesting for me. But sometimes in the in the older songs as well, I I find another way of doing it, and that that's to do with the way I feel about the song. Everything for me is is the way I feel. You know, it it comes from inside. <laughs> it doesn't come from outside. Because it's fun for me, for a listener's perspective, to hear a song, and maybe I've heard the song a thousand times, but I'll be in the right place in the car or something, and like, I never noticed that trumpet in there, or like, wait yeah. a minute, I finally understand what this song is about after so long. And, oh, yeah. And, and it's, that's that a thrill really. for yeah. me. <laughs> I know that one well. Yeah, but that's that's fun, you know. It's, it's the same for us as singers, certainly for me. So you mentioned you haven't launched a, a, a full tour of the U.S. in some time, but you've been uh, touring pretty steadily over the years. Is, is touring now, uh, how, how different is it from touring, uh, say, back in the 60s? Do you do you have a, a bigger entourage? Are there, are there more backstage demands these days? I think I have less. Um, I don't have an entourage. Um, I will have my musicians. I will have my musical director, uh, a kind of tour manager who sees that everything is okay. <laughs> Um, somebody on sound, um, good lighting, and good sound system, good audience, good songs. What else do you need? Um, no, I, I'm not. I'm not a diva. <laughs> uh, sorry to disappoint you there, but I, I, I really can't can't get on with all that stuff. I'm glad to hear that you're not. Good singer and good songs <laughs> is is all that you need. Yes. No, but I've been touring. You know, I, I, I toured Australia several times uh, last year. I was in Australia. And I did a UK tour last year as well. And after this one, I'll be doing a French-Canadian tour. I've just finished a French-Canadian album, uh, which is going to be really interesting. As I was working with fantastic musicians, that was done totally live. So that's, we're going back to basics with that one. And I enjoyed that too. And uh, finally, speaking of uh, uh, French-Canadian, I didn't know until I was uh, preparing for our chat that, uh, that, that you sang on, on Give Peace a Chance with John Lennon. Were, were, you oh, on yeah. tour, were you on tour in Montreal at the time? I was doing some concerts in Montreal, and, uh, uh, well, it was a bit tricky because I was doing a bilingual show because, you know, I had big hits in English and big hits in French, and I yeah. thought, oh, good, I'll do a bilingual show. And it was at that particular time in Montreal, uh, in Quebec, where... 
there was this separatist feeling, you know, a separatist, separatist thing going right. on. And I was caught up right in the middle of it. And it was really difficult for me on stage. And I needed to talk to somebody whom I didn't know who would be able to, you know, give me some advice. And John Lennon was in town. He was doing a bed-in with Yoko. Do you remember those? Right. Uh, for, for peace. And I didn't know him. I'd never met him. So I went over to his hotel. And, of course, no security. <laughs> and the uh, guy at the reception said, oh, hello, Petula. He said, hello, Petula. You know. <laughs> and uh, I said, I want to see John Lennon. He said, oh, yeah, it's just up there. <laughs> so I go up, I think, to the fourth floor and... The door was open. I walked in, and there was John and Yoko in bed, you know, because they were there in their sort of lovely white nightdresses, I suppose, mm-hmm. looking very pure. And uh, I was very upset, and John saw it, and he said, come here, you know, he gave me a hug. He said, what's going on? And I told him the whole sad story, and I was crying, you know. He said, oh, well, he gave me some advice, which I can't repeat on the radio because it was, yeah, pretty strong. Um and he said, what you need is a glass of wine. Go next door in, you know, in the living room. There's some people there you might know. Just relax. Forget about this. So I did. And, uh, and Timothy Leary was there and one of the Smothers Brothers and some other people. And there was nothing, no druggy stuff going on at all. It was just, just kind of cool, you know. And there was some music being piped into the room. Simple little tune. And then somebody gave us uh, a, a, a sheet of, with, with the lyrics. And we all just started singing along, and it was Give Peace a Chance. And, you know, I, I, I sang, we, we were all singing, and, and little did we know, I, I didn't know anyway, it was all being recorded. <laughs> so, yes, I am on the record of Give Peace a Chance, and I'm pleased to say so. That's uh, that's an amazing story, and uh, and the new album, uh, Living for Today, that's out on November 3rd from my guest, uh, Petula Clark, uh, it has been such a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for calling in today. No, thank you. I enjoyed it.